All right, well, we're live. All right. We did it. We're here. How's it going, guys? Finally. 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 Yeah, with playing video games. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said I'm going to be late, too, because I had just finished, or I was wrapping up the video game that you were playing, and then the I was like, well, game. I still want yeah, yeah, yeah. to have dinner the and stuff. Video game. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, so what's new? I So, man, like, I, I hate this, because I really, I know it's a bad thing, but it, it made me laugh a little bit, finding out that one of these fires was caused by a gender reveal party thing. Jesus oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's fucking crazy. Parent, I, I learned, like, that, that happened a few years ago as well. Yeah. Another, no, and it was another gender true. reveal party. This is just if like I, a If thing. I could just talk about that. If I could talk about what resulted as someone who's in the area. Yeah. From, from this fire. Please do. Um, I saw, pictures. like, my Twitter or my Instagram. Yesterday, the sky was, like like gold yellow the entire day and then it kind of turned into a bit of an orangey at some points um to the point like i don't know like noon it just looked dark outside like street lights were still on because there was not enough light for them to know to turn off like it was just dark all day and the sky was yellow and orange but like such a such a strong yellow and orange like no no hint of like oh this is kind of fading away it was like a like a matte painting yellow or orange in the sky that's crazy it was crazy it was absolutely crazy um like i literally had to like go i was like i need to go up to the hills and take a weird picture of this because i'm not i don't know if i'm gonna see something this crazy again sure uh but yeah that that was weird man Damn. how close are the fires too they're not very close to me um <clears throat> from what i understand though they are all around me for obviously the the ocean side um they are in like every direction around me but nowhere close enough that i need to worry in any capacity uh, I just get continuous ash falling from the sky. Um, so I get like ash on my windowsills if the windows open. Yesterday was the first time I had gotten a sore throat um, just from like the air. Um, but yeah, that's about it. It's 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 not bad where I am. Sure. So thank God for that. Like that smoke, bad or smoke, uh, air and sore throats that happens a lot here from like Washington, B.C. fires. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, the air quality hasn't been too bad in, in my town. Uh, in in the past, it definitely had been, but we haven't gotten to a point where it's been like, oh, you should probably not go outside. I think the highest my town's gotten is like, if you're like an elderly person or you have asthma, you should probably not go outside. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. That shit's what weird. What's great is, um, that, was, that was just a couple days ago. A couple days before that, on the long weekend, it hit 40 degrees here. Ugh. Which I'm assuming it, means Celsius when you said that. Yeah. I always mean Celsius. Yeah. As a as a person who lives on Earth, I always <laughs> mean Celsius. Of they course. haven't gotten him yet. They haven't gotten him yet. <laughs> um they've been trying. For breaking 40 is I think I've only done that twice in my life before. And that was like I went to Arizona for a weekend one time and I went to Vegas when I was like when I was younger. Those were 40, but 40 degrees with no air conditioning in sight. 
uh, was a lot of fun. Um, we uh, we ended up going up to the hills. There's a swimming lake there. We went there like the first day. We went swimming in the lake. That was great. We went back the second day because um, it got even hotter. That's, that's the day it hit 40. Swimming again. <clears throat> uh, but I guess it was actually closed. So like the cops came and kicked us out, which was a bummer. Oh, but we had we had already been there for like an hour, um. So we got we kind of got our fill anyway. So that was that was lucky for us. But anyway, that's been my whirlwind of a week. Nice, sounds cool. I just been watching TV. Eckhart Suko season three came out. The Boys season two. So yeah, The Boys is is very. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's good. They did like a they did a weird release of. They didn't episodes. do the full season. <laughs> they they didn't do a weekly thing, kind of the HBO model. They did three episodes, and then now it's a weekly one. Yeah, which is odd. I wish they had dropped the whole thing because, like, yeah. I just wanted to binge it. I was I was enjoying it so much. What did you think? Uh, I mean, so far so good. <laughs> I wish. I also wish that there was more, but I guess now we wait. So I might just wait for all of it to come out and binge it all at one time at this point. But I'm not sure yet like too interested we're we're definitely going to watch the new episode tomorrow and mm-hmm. keep up with it yeah um good stuff any any interest in a uh, lovecraft country uh i keep forgetting about it so yes but i just keep forgetting. I think you would really like it i, I think that's that would very would be up your alley quite a bit yeah i want to check it out but yeah i don't know right it's on. been a busy gaming week as you'll you'll see soon, but yeah. Agrotsuko season three is fun too. That's a great time. Uh, but yeah, just waiting for more boys, more the boys, boys. Yep. The so boys. with you, John. Uh, not all that much, honestly. Uh, we did another stream with DC Douglas. That was on uh, Saturday. We're doing the third one this Saturday, so in a day or two. Uh, we're gonna try to see if we can push to beat the game Saturday. I don't know. We're gonna come close. Uh, otherwise, it's been just usual stream stuff and uh, just slow tidying up. The office is pretty much good to go at this point. I just have a bit of clutter on the floor to clean up and, I guess, free my desk up. I was going to say, it looks like there's a lot less stuff on the floor. Yeah. No, the yeah. the office is... The the mess is congregated to specifically around my desk now. There's like a, there's like a sphere of just <laughs> clutter on the floor just on my de- around my desk. Nice. And there's a bunch of posters and stuff I can hang up still, but like the majority of the stuff I was going to hang is already done. Nice. But yeah, that's that's pretty much been it for me. Nice and quiet otherwise. Yeah. Right on. Um, well, let's do a podcast then because it is September 10th. I was just wondering, is that my sister's birthday? It is not. Okay. The pause. <laughs> The yeah. pause. I had I had to I had to do it in my head for a second there. It is not. Don't worry. Um, I'm I'm, this is the top end perspective. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um, <clears throat> why don't we all talk about Tony Hawk? Okay, that is Tony Hawk. Yeah, Done. that that's what the HD one should have been for sure. It's really yeah. fun. Good stuff. Um. Okay, I mean, I've unlocked... I think, it's, I think it's really good. I've unlocked pretty much everything in it right now. I'm just going back into it every day and doing a new skater, all their challenges. Uh, so it's been a good way for 
kind of doing like about a two hour session every day, listening to some music and I got sick of the music already. So I made my own music playlist uh, for my Tony Hawk jams. Some of the songs are in there, but overall it's stuff I would would have listened to and was listening to during that time. So that's been super fun. Um, I was going to ask you guys, what are your like favorite like new track additions? I don't have any because I played it on stream and had to turn off the music. Yeah, I oh, could man. see that. That's a bummer. I feel like yep. I feel like the uh, soundtrack for the Tony yeah. Hawk game is like no. A it, it, def- it definitely takes away from the experience. It definitely takes away from the experience. There's for no sure. denying that for sure. Uh, I guess question just for Paul then. I'm trying to think of what the new songs even are. Like I'm trying to. Rem- I should bring up a list maybe of all the songs in it. I don't have any standouts, I guess, if that's what you're asking. I was yeah. happy to see Real Big Fish, but I don't think they were in any of the ones before. Uh, I just kind of looked up the, the, the two for the new ones I, that I'm a big fan of. There's a Billy Talent song that I'm liking quite a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Fights. I don't care for that and one. And I also like a Zebrahead song called, I think it's My Friends Are Nobodies. Okay, Zebrahead's good, yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I guess that was new. It's hard to tell some of the things. Like so, some the, of it blends in well from what I've been seeing on other streams. Yeah, it yeah. all matches. They all match like, thematically. Yeah. So, sure. so follow up question: What bands do you think uh, should have been on the soundtrack, or do you think like would fit in just just perfectly? Because I got two. Oh, okay. Let me look up my Spotify playlist I made up, and I'll tell you what I want on there. But what are your two? Uh, my two is, uh, I think, Anti-Flag would fit Anti-flag. right at home in there. Yeah, that would be good. You're yeah. right. And then, and I'm su- almost surprised this one isn't there because they're still making music. Blink-182. Yeah, I almost wonder if there's like a rights problem or something. <laughs> like, it I don't know why. It would shock either. me. Yeah. Yeah, just, I just feel like they probably could have gotten like whatever the second or, or most recent single from Blink-182 is probably would fit right at home. I don't, I don't know what it is. I haven't listened to them in a while, but. Um. So on my list, I chose a different Mill and Collins song, uh, Pennywise. I don't know why Pennywise isn't on there. That's weird to me. I can see that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I chose a different Billy Talent song, one I like more. Uh, no Rise Against on there was kind of interesting to me because that seems like it for probably fits. I was too. also going to say Rise Against. Rise, Rise, Rise Against, Against has been in Tony Hawk. They were yeah. in Underground. Yeah, but they're not that a, makes on sense. this. Like another one that it has been in Tony Hawk but isn't in this that I would like is CKY. Like that. Oh, yeah. Put that in there. Why not? Ninety six quite bitter beans. Um, hearing um, hearing Billy Talent again, which I hadn't listened to Billy Talent in probably a decade, um, uh-huh. just like straight brought me back to to going to a uh, a concert that had all three Billy Talent, Anti Flag, and Rise Against. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> that's funny. And and, wow. and oh yeah, all three of those would just fit right at home, like we just said. Yeah, um, that that was a new Billy Talent song they did too, wasn't it? I think it that's is. one of the more recent tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking it up. It's like a 2016 one. I, I think that's their most recent music as well. I don't think they've made a, uh, an album in a few years. Uh, yeah, for some reason I, I thought they had something like super recent. It's not the song that's in the game. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, they have an album coming out. That's what it is. But they they uh, have released songs from it. That's what it is. Okay. They released three songs from a new album. The last track they put out was April 3rd of this year. 
Right on. Yeah, for, forgiveness one and, and two. Pandemic paradise, and I beg to differ. Anti flag is a good choice, actually. That's a, one that should be in there. You're right. Um, I'm trying to think of. Yep. Oh, like I I have a My Chemical Romance song on here as well. Would go good there. Uh, I wouldn't put My Chemical Romance in in Tony Hawk. I mean, I personally would. I just didn't. I don't think it would fit. It would absolutely fit. Before okay. they went all melancholy and about cancer and death, they had some more upbeat shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good list of things. Less than Jake would go good in there because they're happy and upbeat enough that yeah, that'd be another good skating sure. music. Yeah, yeah. No rancid is kind of weird, I guess, but I don't know. I like rancid, so. Yeah, um, I like you can just change the song with a hitting R3. That's so great. Yeah, it's pretty good for sure. Uh, also, it's been my podcast game, so I just turned the music off completely when I'm listening to this stuff. Um, yeah, I have about 30 hours in it, I would say now, and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. It's easily yeah, like, unlocked or. Oh, yeah, everybody. Everything's unlocked uh, so far, but I'm going. How, through how many characters are there? I know there's Officer Dick and the Alien. Uh, that's it from what oh, I can okay, tell. Well, somebody was saying there's one that you unlock with a cheat code, but like, I haven't like Googled things I yet. Was, I was doing a multiplayer session and somebody was a skeleton. That's, that's a the deluxe pre-order. edition pre-order. Yeah. I didn't oh, buy the okay. pre-order or the deluxe edition. No. Yeah. Neither did I. Yeah. Uh, I did start you with didn't my want the skateboard. What's that? <clears throat> you didn't want the skateboard. I didn't want to spend the extra money. <laughs> more than anything um but yeah i started with my own creative skater that was fun choosing all my different moves and stuff like that and that was cool uh i played around in the park editor a little bit until i realized i couldn't do exactly what i wanted because it's a little finicky so i stopped i was basically going to make the calgary skate park here the shaw millennium can't because of some things missing (laughs) Mm. um but yeah, I don't know. I've just been going in every day and basically doing it as a daily, unlocking stuff on a skater, getting all their stat points, doing all their challenges, and then logging off. It's been fun. It's a good game. Yeah, I've finished all the challenges from Tony Hawk 1, and I'm working on 2 right now, uh, which is like new stuff for me. I will say, I think the Portland map is Burnside. the worst one. Yeah, that's my least favorite. No, downhill yeah, jam it's, is it's, way It's worse. a competition one. <laughs> it's not even just because there's like a competition one. I just, I just don't really like the layout. I don't think there's any like especially cool sections. It's all pretty similar. I mean, it is a real I mean, it is, life. It's based on real but, life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, all of Tony Hawk one, even though that was the one I cut my teeth on and spent all the time in. Most of those maps are fucking terrible. They're absolutely god awful. The Tony Hawk two maps are. You don't like School One. School like One, school I think, one. is fine. No, you're school completely two, wrong. School Two is way better. Bad. School Two is way better. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better. I think it's fine. Warehouse is a is a classic. Warehouse is the only Warehouse one that's is a classic. Iconic, yeah. And well, Downhill uh, Jam's I, iconic I, for a bad reason. That's a bad. Game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Downhill Jam uh, or Mall. The, the fact that you can manual on Downhill Jam makes that playable at least. <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> unlike the actual like first San game. Francisco streets, San Francisco streets is okay. I think that uh, that one 
got a good glow up. What's the, what's the other city? Is it city? What's the or downtown? Downtown. Yeah, I like that one. That one's fun. Yeah. Downtown's okay. None of them are as good as any of the Tony Hawk Two ones. Tony Hawk Two just had better maps. I guess that. I mean, that's reason. what happens when you make a sequel. You yep. get better at it. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to talk about. It's kind of one of those things that. If you cared at all about Tony Hawk 1 and 2, you should fucking buy it. <laughs> like, it's that game again with all the modern trappings that make it playable. Because those first games are kind of hard to go back to. Especially, literally, the first one. Uh, yeah, that first game is really hard to go back to. Right on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, John, why don't you keep going with what you've played? Sure. Um... Uh doing fall guys is my dailies that's my daily game now i guess is fall guys nice. uh finally got my first crown oh nice Congrats. what was uh your final <clears throat> match that you won because i don't think i've yes. ever won on fall mountain ever uh <laughs> no fall mountain is is solved at this point like yeah the only way you will win on that is if you just do never get hit and know exactly where to go and a lot of people do that yeah. Uh, I got it off of uh, the tail chase or whatever it is. The one where it's oh. just there's yeah six players, one tail. But I got yeah. lucky in that uh, we were in a group of three when we were. Or sorry, yeah, it was a group of four playing, but we got to the final with three of us there. So half the party was in our <laughs> half the six players were in our group. So nice. <laughs> we were basically making sure like no matter what, one of us got the tail. Nice. But uh, I just got lucky six seconds left and the uh, everyone every player was chasing them except for me and they ran past me. I just grabbed it and walked away. <laughs> nice. Awesome. So it was a lucky win. And we had another run on the exact same setup where like we started, had to play defense to keep the other player and let them get the, the trophy. Or the, nice. The crown rather, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of hackers in that game now. There are. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> What a yeah, fucking I don't game know to have why. hackers on. But then again, it I don't sucks. know why you would hack any game. So It was funny okay. the first few times I saw somebody go really fast or fly up in the air. Now it's just like, yeah. okay, why am I playing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time we would get into a room, we're like, all right, hacker. Oh, no, he's actually hacking. Well, might as well yeah. leave this lobby. We're not going to win this unless he gets booted out. Yep. Yep. But yeah, no, that that game is fun. Uh, apparently, they're getting better at banning hackers, so maybe it'll be it'll be super fun to enjoy again soon. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, other than that, this month's game clearing game is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. So we're playing through that on Mondays now on stream. Ooh, yeah. I've been told so I should check I never that beat. Out. I've never beaten any of the Returns games, so I've never beaten this one, and I've never beaten uh, DKC Returns. Uh, they, as someone who grew up with the original trilogy. Yeah. are weird to get used to because the physics are just different enough that it fucks with you. Oh, okay. like like grab is a shoulder button, but rolling is still the same button. Hmm. And so is running. So it just it seemed it's weird to get used to in that aspect. Uh, there's this weird quirk where if you're turning around, animation priority kicks in and you can't start a roll or anything. So you have a second where you need to just be careful if you're trying to speed ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh there's three partners you can get Don, uh, Diddy, Dixie and cranky and they each play very differently. But as is Donkey Kong country tradition, Dixie is the superior partner. <laughs> All right. Good Are you playing the funky edition? Uh, this is the switch version, but I'm not playing funky mode. No. Okay. Funky mode apparently is like way easier. Cause you have, uh, an extra heart for all of your Kongs. 
you can double jump, you are immune to spikes, and, like, you can hover in midair. Like, he's just crazy broken. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because he has, like, the surfboard, right? Doesn't that help with one yeah. of those? That's, the surfboard yeah. does, I think, all of those, actually. Oh, okay. He's just super OP. The uh, The interesting thing about it, though, is, like, that game is still kind of challenging, uh, like uh, there was a challenge stage I got stuck on for quite a while, burned a lot of lives, but the game gives you so many lives in return that you don't really get in trouble. I, there's a cap of 99 lives and I've been there for a while. Uh, I have like 500 coins in my inventory cause there's nothing to buy with them. I can buy, uh, items that will help me in the stages, but I don't need them cause I have 99 lives. So yeah, hmm. everyone te- everyone's telling me I'll burn through them a fair amount in the later game, and I can see why based on the special stages I've done so far. But uh, I don't know; it's it's been tough but fair so far. It's just getting used to the quirks that uh, that weren't there in the original games that have been messing me up. Cool. I remember Otherwise, liking the way the silhouette stages looked. Yes, they still were <laughs> amazing. There's like a. And it looks like an avalanche one somewhere near the beginning of that game. That's really cool. Uh, that might have been returns and not 3D. I don't know. I've, I've finished the first two worlds completely and there was only one silhouette stage. No avalanche. Uh, I don't know. It's been so long since I played those games. So I don't know. I want to say yeah. it was tr- it was tropical freeze, though, but probably avalanche would make sense. But that would be later games. Yeah. So I haven't hit any ice stages yet. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's been fun, and we'll continue that on Monday for streams, but uh, that's all I've been playing. Sean, what have you been doing? What's up your sleeve of games? Uh, so yeah, I just wrapped up Tell Me Why, yeah. and yeah, I liked that. It, that is just more of that style of game, so I, I enjoyed it. How does it compare um, to Life is Strange 2? This is a lot slower and okay. like more low-key. Yeah. Um. I mean, just look at the powers alone and tell me why your power is like talking with your brother, re- essentially reliving memories. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and talking with your mind to your, to your twin. Um, and life is strange too. You have telekinesis so you can throw shit and you sure. throw some shit at, at, you know, you throw heavier and heavier stuff as the season goes on. Hmm. Um, I, w- I guess I want to say maybe I liked life is strange too more just cause it does get more exciting. Like there are some like kind of like some real crazy stuff going on with the stakes. Um, but you know, for different reasons, I liked this one. I, I liked the, I, I really enjoy the relationship between Tyler and Allison. Uh, I thought that was done pretty well. Um, uh, and you know, yeah, it just kind of, it plays the same. I like those games. I was d- definitely happy to get another one of those. I would have been happy getting another two episodes instead of the three, uh, but it was, you know, it's a smaller game. So sure. I'm just, it was a good game. I enjoy it. If you have game pass, why not? Sure. Uh, I finished paper Mario. Oh, okay. And that game also gets right. a thumbs up. I liked that. Okay. Did you feel yeah, the ending was rushed? Cause that was the issue I felt. Uh, not really. What, when do you feel like it starts rushing the ending? I feel like there was no good motivation for the main villain and that the oh, resolution I'll, I'll agree with that. Kinda, and yeah. the resolution kind of sucked too. I feel like because the motivation is <clears> not great, <throat> you're going to kind of get a silly resolution. Yeah, I think that's uh, exactly what it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I probably feel like the... part of it is they were trying to go with a joke in how silly it was. But yeah, no, yeah, I'll agree too with you. silly it, on it, that one. It did fell fall a little flat. Um But then again, I was I didn't really think the story was like the highlight of that game. I just enjoyed talking to all the toads and characters and the jokes. I thought the writing was mm. outside of the main story was was very good and enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like the writing too, but I figured like the the landing, the ending would have stuck a bit better. Yeah, not the highlight. I, and again, those boss fights were all very enjoyable. What so. did you think of the games show section? Because we hated that. The shy guy one. Yeah. Uh, I struggled a little bit. I remember, um, but I think I was fine with it. I I don't feel like I had strong feelings really towards it. Why would you hate it? We were just, we had just been doing like a session for a while. Like we had been in that whole zone for a while and we were just like, oh, come on. We just want to get to the, the, the next dungeon. I don't want to say where, where it is for spoilers. We just want to get to the next part and just move along. It was just like, oh God, this is taking forever. And that's the one you need to like fill up the, you get a certain number of points, right? Yeah. And it yeah. randomizes what uh, category you get and how much points they're worth or the difficulty of them. And it kept giving us the hardest difficulty right out of the gate. So I couldn't learn any of the actual categories. I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking or my assumption is I just got easier stuff than you did. Um, Probably. I was I was really bad at the um, like, like fix the image one. Uh, yeah. I could like never do those ones. Uh, I, I don't even remember what the other ones were, to be honest. There, there is a true ending to the game. Uh, I'm air quoting that for the audio listeners. And uh, to get it, you have to get a perfect on that game show. You can't fail a single category. How weird. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> no one I know who's know done that likes it. Is it like, without saying what it is, is it like worth it? Like, is it a significant difference? No, no. Okay, I would, I would assume it's not. So no. Yeah, that the bomb guy is the best. That whole arc with him—that's the best part of that game. With, with Bobby, with Bobby, yeah. That 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 whole thing is fantastic. Um. So yeah, I guess there's that. Uh, okay. What else? I uh, Minecraft Dungeons has a new piece of DLC out. I think it might be the last one, or at least it's the last one that came as part of the like hero edition that you could get. Right. Um, this is like the uh, ice area. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what's going on in the story because I, I could barely tell you any of that game's story because why would you care? But um, it's fine. It's more it's more Minecraft. They also, uh, I, I don't think this came along with this update. I think it was a previous update. But there's a whole bunch of like new shops in the like, not the lobby, but whatever your like home base is. Mm-hmm. So you can like actually trade items and give items to people, which is great. Um, it's no longer completely random what item you'll purchase. You can actually buy specific things you want and you can upgrade things you do have to make them better. Um, so they definitely kind of brought forward like, oh, if you're making a loot game, you're going to need these things. Um, which that was nice to see, but I, I'm also at like the end of the game, so I don't really care anymore for the most part. Um, I'm not hurting for supplies. Um, one thing that I just thought was weird, and this is just kind of a throwaway little thing, is, is so the uh, the first piece of DLC that came out, the jungle mm-hmm. island or, or section, whatever, didn't have any new achievements. All right, whatever. Kind of a bummer, but who cares? So, and we had played through that when it came out. 
So the ice one comes out last week and we jump in to play that. They added a bunch of achievements for the jungle one. Oh, just weird. later on. Like, huh. yeah, like after after adding the, the actual map. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Um, so we just went back and, and redid all the jungle stuff just to get some points. Um, but yeah, that was just such a such a weird little thing. That game deleted my character. If you have that on Game Pass on PC Ooh. and you uninstall it, it doesn't save anything in the cloud. Ooh. So I'm done with that game. Well, hey, at least you saw the main story the way through, so you got yep. that ending, and, and now you got that all tied up because you were. That's you, I know super you were important story about what happened with that wizard with, with villager. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wow, guys! Wow, there was there was a there was a wizard, and there was something with an orb. Yeah, there was that guy who got picked on, and then he got evil, and then you kill him. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Slenderman is there. Yep. No, Enderman is there. Slenderman. I was say, did you say yeah. Blenderman? Blenderman. <laughs> Basically, might might as well might as well have been. Um, anyways, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Uh, what about you, Paul? Uh, I wrapped up Spiritfarer. Everything that I could oh, do I did that too. in uh, one run which means that there's a thing that you have an option to do something for somebody or not do it for them, and you can't do both. Uh, so that's lingering, and I'm not going to go back and do that. It's about, you te- You can tell a character a thing or not tell them a thing. Oh, okay. So if you're going for the achievement, which I know you are, as soon as you tell them one thing, you can quit the game, and then you can tell them the other one and get both the achievements. There's sure. a little pro tip. Also, I got sick of uh, trying to make the final. I I think I talked about last week the dog character that doesn't like being hugged or like really talked to right. even. Just a complete bitch yep. character. I stopped trying to make her happy. So I just got rid of her I thing. trying to make then, all them happy. It takes too much effort. Yeah. <laughs> stopped feeding them. Oh, did you? Oh, no. Everything else yeah, was Yeah, which I don't, know, I don't know if this was on purpose or if it just kind of like, you know, the, the random AI ended up being it. One of them started blocking buildings I needed to get into. Oh, really? Um, and then, so I would be like, is this like actually blocking? Because I haven't fed you in probably weeks in game time. So I would give them food and then they would like fly off. And I was like, now are you doing that just because I interacted with you? Or like, are you actually blocking what I need to get into? Like, I couldn't tell. Well, so if you have sheep on your ship and you don't feed them and they're not in a stable, they will eat your crops to stay alive. Which is funny. Right. I always had the sheep in the in a stable. This yeah. was like an actual character, a spirit. Oh, okay, um, weird. I thought the ending of that game was really sweet. I mean, and, it just uh, ends. Even, it ends when it needs to. <laughs> yeah, and then like the and like um, I thought the ending was like depressing. the credits. You get to see all the people that they're based on. Oh yeah, I just thought that no, was, was really heartwarming. I don't know if you saw the tweet I made to them, but their ending credits were fucked on my screen. They were all jumbled, and I didn't get any credits. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's weird. There's a picture of it. <laughs> I sent them. That's like that's super weird. all of the that. writing just all like jumbled up together for some reason. Um, that final mission is depressing because usually you go and you have somebody to talk to, but that last time, it's you. I th- yeah, I thought that was. I thought it was sweet. Yeah, good I stuff. They did a good job with it. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I played Marvel's Avengers. I liked that story hook enough. Um, that I decide to go for it. Uh, it's more of that, um, 
Miss Marvel or Kamala Khan or whatever you want to call her. She's great. She's a great character. The setup that's Avengers is the fact that they need to be assembled yet again. Otherwise, that's actually Marvel's Inhumans, Classic. which doesn't sell as good as the Avengers name does. Um, it's literally about the Inhumans. <laughs> so that's great. I've I've actually heard surprisingly good things about this game as it's come out it, now. Com- it's at especially odds. Especially when you compare it to what people were saying about the beta. It's at odds with itself. The, prob- the problem is, is that... The story beats when it's a crafted thing to tell a story. Those parts are dope. There's like great um, moments where the different characters get to shine in their moment of like what they can do well. And there's like good story beats. But then sometimes there's like as whoever you're playing with people or not with people stand in the circle until Jarvis hacks it. And that fucking sucks. That shit sucks. That mixing into the campaign is lazy and shitty. And that sucks because the other stuff is so good. Uh, all the intro stuff with Miss Marvel uh, kind of like finding the the broken down Chimera and trying to assemble the Avengers is great. Every time you get a new Avenger and you kind of get more of the story of what happened and then you get like a mission where they get to shine is great. And then they put you into a thing where you have to stand in a circle as a character until a meter goes up and fight shit. And then it sucks again. It's like... This could have been the best game of this year if they had just focused on making a really good, tight Marvel single-player story, but instead they had a whole bunch of, like, multiplayer shit thrown in there, and ugh. Well, yeah, because single-player story, you can't just keep charging people for a whole year. That thing can't right. just keep bringing money in. Right. This game does have uh, what are essentially season passes as well for literally every hero. So you get to level up every hero and uh, buy stuff for them if you want. I guess like the less gross thing about that is that they're not actual season passes, so they don't go away after a certain time. If you unlock the premium thing for whatever hero, it's just there forever because it's not time-based. But yeah, you can put money, I think it's $10 in per hero to unlock their like premium track, and that's not including whatever other cosmetic stuff you might want from the store in there that are also unlimited time. Some of that stuff there, they definitely found ways to monetize it. I'll tell you that that's in there. Yeah. So I think my plan for this game at this point is I'm going to like wait for a sale because I I got plenty to play right now. Um, Sure. I also hear it's a bit buggy, so I'll give it time to kind of fix itself a little. It has optimization problems on PC. Yeah. It runs weird every now and then. Um, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna look at it like a division two, whereas I don't really have any interest in doing all the like repeatable missions over and over again. I just kinda wanna kinda play through the story. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they because it is a live game, whenever they come out with like new story based missions, I'll yeah. just jump in and do those. And hopefully they get better with community feedback. Cause I feel like most of these loot games almost the first year sucks. Yep. And they need to like a oh, second sure. pass. So it's like, so hopefully it kind of gets to a place that we'd expect. And that could be really cool. Yep. I'm having enough fun in the story stuff. I like getting all the little collectibles and seeing the different comic covers in there and like hearing the, uh, their fully voice acted like audio logs of the, st- the stuff you can pick up and stuff about the characters. I think all that's very cool. It does. It is one of those things where you have to be a Marvel fan though. Like, if you don't care enough about it, this is all horseshit. You, this is a bad game. 
but you have to actually care about like these characters and the world and all that sort of stuff. It's pretty contingent on that. The gameplay loop isn't good enough to make you a believer if you aren't already. So I don't yeah. know who's buying an Avengers game that doesn't enjoy Marvel properties. I oh, mean, there, I'm sure there's keep plenty. in mind though the majority of people are going to be just the ones who enjoy the movies though. Like that's mm-hmm. the average consumer. I would call those a for. Marvel fan. If you if you yeah. like the MCU movies, you like the Mar- you and, like Marvel characters. Like, and I yeah. will say to their credit, it's written like one of those. It has good comedic timing. That's it great. has weird, awkward pauses sometimes that are funny. Like, it's written well. It's well written, well voice acted. That's I mean, good. they have all the money in the world to buy the best voice actors in the world to do it. Yeah, but not but not the actors. But not the actors. <laughs> I mean, that would be fall, too much money. Fall, fall That's true. Money. That's true. Uh. It is a solid mediocre, I would say. And that's somebody who likes Marvel stuff. If you don't, it's probably pretty bad. So it, it has that element of it. I see I see this being a Black Friday purchase for me. Yeah, a, a really, really good sale. This is totally worth it. Like a good, really good sale for sure. Um, The last thing I played is Outer Worlds finally got its first DLC, uh, Peril on Gorgon. So I played through that. I think yesterday it was. It came out and I played through How long it. is it? It's about five-ish hours. Not too long. Okay. Yeah. Uh so, so this is I wanna I wanna play it. I, I bought it. I bought the I bought the expansion pass so that I'll get the other one. Yep, yeah, me too. Next year, whenever that comes out. Yep. This is what I'm looking for. Looking and please tell me if it's in there. There's a character named Pavardi. <laughs> All of your characters from before are in there. So even if you haven't Good. played the Outer Worlds and like you are just starting it, whatever characters you currently have, you can go do this mission with. So I just want yeah. more Pavardi and I want more of the Reverend. Yeah, I took uh, Nyoka, the the um, mercenary, yeah. the drunk. See, I'm just mercenary. remembering all these characters. What was what was the um, what was like the scrappy little dude? He wasn't super cool. Yeah, I don't know. What's don't care. Again? I don't like him. Don't. I but don't he, he, ha- and let me remind you, because you're going to start to like him, I'm going to remind you, his, like, special attack is he just drop kicks a guy with both feet. Yeah, but I it's don't so care. so good. He lives in a corner it's so somewhere. awesome. We throw him scraps oh, whenever he gets on. He probably didn't Jesus. see the execution. Maybe he didn't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> Am I muted? Yeah. <laughs> Am I muted? Um, yeah, so it's just another story mission where you go to Gorgon, you try to kind of figure out what's go what happened there it ties in with uh it's a lot of spacious choice stuff i guess my biggest problem with it if i have any problem with it at all is that they didn't add any really fun interesting new enemies it's still robots and like shitty uh, primates and a lot of robots a fucking lot of robots and it's so boring it's so boring killing robots um is the story good at least yeah, the story is pretty good. It's almost it's kind of detective-y. You're figuring out like what happened here. You need to go talk to somebody. So you go to another planet and like talk to them, find out what they had, what part they had in this thing. It's good. It's some good stuff. And then what about it, hard choices? It has a good ending where it's like you can side with this person or this person and they both make okay. good points on this situation. Sure. Cool. Cool. Yep. Yep. Easily worth the 15 bucks or whatever it is for yeah, I think it's 15 for one, 25 for both. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Amer- American, obviously. Yep. So uh, it was weird to go back to the Outer Worlds a little bit. And man, after playing more games that came out this year and stuff, 
that is some janky horseshit game. <laughs> like it's hard to. Oh, remember. so Obsidian made it is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, totally. It's hard to go, when you go back to it, it's just like, oh, right. Everything felt a little weird <laughs> in this game. <laughs> you get used to it again. But it's like, yeah, this is not a polished thing at all. This is a little janky in a lot of ways, but I guess that's why we love it. It's still good. Still good stuff. That's all I've been playing. All right. Uh, why don't time. we do some news? Because so there's news. a whole bunch. And I mean like not, a whole Nothing bunch. happened. Nothing I say that every week. To talk about. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing did happen. Um, let's start with the big one. This leaked at like, I want to say like 9 p.m. on Pacific time. Was this on Monday night? I think it was monday night i think, I think so. so um the xbox series s is real leaked by some tech reporter brad something um and then a few hours later xbox was like yo let's just make it official put out a little trailer for the series s um this I, this thing seems real cool like the best kept secret in gaming the best kept secret in gaming for sure for sure yeah we all knew it was coming um it looks like an xbox one s with the color it's all white except it's got a huge ass fan right on the front of it um which i think looks kind of cool just how silly this thing looks it makes it look Um, like a speaker it does yeah yeah, it looks kind of like a speaker for sure or like a walkie talkie but like a big one yeah that too $300, smallest Xbox ever, they're saying. It's 60% smaller than the X. Um, Surprisingly powerful. Uh, We'll get into the specs in a little bit. Uh, One thing I did want to highlight, and Mm -hmm. this is from one of the senior reporters over at The Verge. Um, I'll just read the tweet. Microsoft has confirmed that the Series S uses the same CPU as the Xbox Series X, running at 3.6 gigahertz. Yes, the Series S is faster than the PS5. Wow. Yeah, like it's kind of crazy how like how much of a big deal this thing seems to be at the $300 price point going into next gen. Uh next gen console for 300 bucks like Microsoft is coming out punching if, if yeah, I think in, in I think that's like the best way to put it for the most part. I mean, well, then there's the other announcements that they made, which we haven't gotten to yet. Though. Right. We'll kind of go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will want to say they, um, Phil Spencer came online and basically said they were planning to announce this all next week. Um, mm. But then once everything leaked, they were like, whatever, let's just tweet it out. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> along with the yes, they, met, they announced November 10th is the release date. Pre-orders going live September 22nd. Um, and then a few days later, they they were like, let's just do the X now. The X is $500. Uh, same deal, 10th and 22nd. So what do you guys think? What, what do you think of the prices and, and the two versions? Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it. The Series S is uh, digital only. No, no disk drive. And, Correct, uh, yes. And yeah, and like super small. Uh, I think it looks nice. I honestly think the S looks nicer. But that also might be because I'm at a point where space is at a premium for myself for consoles. Sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that price if, difference I'll between the two. I'll pick the smaller one. The one that's going to fit nicer in my, in my 
in my entertainment center will be the S for sure. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to figure out a vertical one. My entertainment center is is set up shelving wise to have laying flat consoles. Um, but if you want the if you want the power, you got to go for the big one, right? Yeah, I'm getting the big boy. Um, but yeah, that that price difference between those two models is wow. $200 US price difference. And they said the Canadian prices as well and they were also comparable, I think. Yeah. It's actually cheaper if you get it in Canadian. 60, yeah, 360 for the Series S Canadian and 600 for the X? 600 for the X, which is a little actually cheaper if I like converted my money and like went up there, I could yeah. actually save a bit of money. It was like 60 if I bought a Canadian or something for the big one. Yeah. Like 15. Uh, so congrats to you guys. Finally. Sure. Exactly. Finally, our, our crappy dollar finally pays off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Good prices. No chance I buy either. Though. So. Though. So. I'm just looking up for that spec comparison sheet that I was seeing going around. Here it is. Yeah, it's close enough. Um, I feel like the real bummer with this so far is there's just no killer title right now for Xbox because Halo got delayed. Right, I have um, I have the launch titles uh, in, in our list of news, but we'll go through that a little later because there's some more kind of game announcements I wanted to touch on first. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> let, let me just kind of go through the spec sheet right here. Um, so yeah, uh, Series S digital only, Series X 4K Blu-rays, uh, 512 gigabytes for the Series S uh, versus the one terabyte on the X. Um, the X does 4K at 60 frames per second up to 120. The S does 1440 at 60 frames up to 120. Um, 16 gigabytes of RAM for the Series X versus 10 on the S. Um, Power-wise, it's the 12 teraflops versus 4 for the S. Um, the other stuff is all pretty similar. Uh, so for the most part, you're just getting like... It is just a, a less powerful... Uh, Xbox X, it, which that's, be fair, that's, that's kind of all what they marketed yeah. as. So yeah, yeah. But I like I just I don't feel like this thing is like kneecapped that much. Like unless you're like really wanting the X, I don't think you should feel bad about getting an S. I mean, yeah. If you have the money, you probably if you're getting one of these and you can, you should get the X for sure. It is considerably more powerful. But man, that is such a good price for what you're getting. That's crazy. 300 bucks. I feel like this is just turning into a discussion about like <laughs> PC games in general, where it's just like, yeah, no, if you can get the, the nice end card, go for that. But if you can't, you'll be okay with this end card. Yeah. Like that's that's literally what that discussion is. I mean, my, the, the crazy thing with Microsoft is you can push that conversation even further and says, hey, if you don't even want to spend the 300, it's cool. All of our first party stuff is still coming to the one. Yeah. So like, don't even worry about it for a while if you don't want to. Um, that should be, we should also mention the, um, all access plans that they have also announced. Yes. Yes. Um, they had done this in the past with the one X before these are the monthly installment programs. Um, and, and they had talked about in the past having a kind of an upgrade path for the, for the new consoles. They have two of them, one for each of these. Now, I believe it is 25 and 30 a month, if I'm remembering correctly. 25 I don't for have, one of them, for sure. I think that's the S. Yeah, 25 it's a month. It's either 30 or 35. Two, I can't quite remember. I don't have the thing up in front of me right now. I saw 25 um, a month for two for 24 months. I, 
I think that was they didn't say which model on the ad. That was just the video ad they were uh, running. Well, I mean, we could quickly do the math and we'll find we, out. We could, yeah. Times twenty four is six hundred. Uh, and let's see, fifteen times. 20. So I think that is the S. Yes, that is the S. Um, so t- for twenty five bucks a month, you get an Xbox One S and you get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, you pay it for the 24 months. If you do it the monthly installed bit, you will actually save money. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Um, you will save 60 bucks. Same with the uh, Series X one. I think you end up saving 20 bucks if you buy, do the monthly installed uh, plan. Um, and like at this point, I, I don't know why you would not have Game Pass Ultimate for these. Like, it just makes sense. Um, you're going to want gold anyway. You're, you know, it's just like, it just makes too much sense. So yeah, I think what I think Mike, or I guess here's the question for you guys, Microsoft walking into next gen with a $300 console. How do you think Sony responds or, or what do you think they thought of when that came up? There's no way that disc only or that, that disc driveless PS five is going to be a $200 price difference. We were reluctant to give it a hundred dollar price difference when we were talking about it. Yeah, like my my thoughts are still 400 500. Yeah, I think you're right. I can see that. Yep. Um I'm just they must have been like kicking themselves like what are we going to do when that $300 model came up cuz there's no way they they had $300 on a on a whiteboard, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was surprised Microsoft had three hundred dollars on a whiteboard somewhere. Yeah, I don't. I can't see. Like, I can't see Sony being like. I guess we have to match them. There's no way, right? I don't think so. I think Sony oh. probably felt pretty comfortable this generation. They'll probably just softball it. Yeah, they'll, they'll eat the hit. They'll take the yep. hit. I think so too. Uh So yeah, I guess we'll see going forward. There's there's rumors swirling about. When Sony's going to respond, people are thinking next week. I guess we'll find out and, and we'll see. People mm-hmm. were thinking this week with like the, I think it was like PlayStation's 25th anniversary of its launch this week. So they were thinking maybe on that day. That obviously did not happen. Yeah. Sony's proven that they're not thinking about the consumer first for a while. So why would they start now all of a sudden? Speaking of which. They showed <laughs> if you want, there was a price release for the PS5. If you want to spend about eight thousand dollars, <laughs> this apparently there's pre-orders for a gold PS5 <laughs> that are opening in September 10th, which is amazing and so fucking stupid. I love it. So there's that was today. You could have done it today. Yeah, uh, probably so- sold out. Right? Like someone, I'm sure someone did it. Dude, I'm, oh, I'm sure someone did it. I'm sure someone did it, and I'm sure they're a YouTuber, <laughs> almost certainly. Um, okay, so for people that may not know, here are the prices that we're talking about. If you want, like, basically a solid gold PlayStation, you can get 24K gold digital PS5 for 8,000 uh, euros, 18K rose gold digital PS5 for 8,100 euros, or platinum digital PS5. For 8,200 euros. And that's only apparently the PlayStation, I think. Wait, limited edition. Yep. 250 yeah. pieces made. The price includes one console, two DualSense controllers, and one 
3D Pulse headset. The extra controllers oh, okay. are 650 euros, and an extra headset is 400 euros. Amazing. That controller is cool. going to cost more than the actual system will to regular consumers. That's oh for sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Why not? Why did they do this? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it is so weird. Well, I don't think Sony did it right. I think it was it's through this truly exquisite. What is who is doing this? Is it is it through Sony? UK's so. premier luxury customizing brand. Mm. Truly exquisite. Oh yeah, there are three colors. You can get a gold one, you can get a rose gold one, and then there's this platinum one. Yeah, to, the platinum one. The pre-order deposit is fifty percent of the price, by the way. So if you're thinking of pre-ordering it as a joke, that's still an expensive joke. <laughs> yes, oh. yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I wish I had this much fuck you money to just do this. But goddamn, you need <laughs> a lot serious, of fuck you money. This is you some know, serious fuck you money. They'll do, they have this for like phones and stuff too, whatever this website is. It's yeah, funny no, they're, because they're just a luxury brand straight up. They just do this shit all the time. If you had this type of fuck you money, the reason you have it is because you don't do this type of shit with your money. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, then, I, but that definition, that's not fuck you money then. You have to be so, ex- so rich that you can have this as fuck you money. Yeah, you, know, you have to right? be so rich that you don't care. I mean, that's the definition of fuck you money. Yeah. Stupid, absolutely stupid. Uh, I pulled this because I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, ro- that Rocket Arena game, Sean, that you were like, this thing should be free. Well, it is if you have probably gaming on PC right now. They're giving it away. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So I, I bet it's about to be free to play everywhere. Give it a month. Yeah, I was going to say give it like another month and that'll be if you have an account on Origin, you get it for free. And then if you have an account on Steam, you get it for free. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's more stuff to talk about with the Xbox stuff uh, specifically, though. Uh, Game Pass for PC intro price is done next week. It will go to the normal price of uh, double what it is currently. It's been $5 American now every month. It will go up to $10 American every month. So, Which is yeah. the uh, same price as the console one. Um, yeah. I, from what I understand, Game Pass Ultimate, though, is not changing the price. So it's just kind of adding more of a value to that. That's staying at 15 Sure. So just as like a PSA, if you're playing it on PC like I am, it's going to go up by double. It's still a fantastic price. <laughs> yeah, you can you can lock yourself in for a while if you like purchase stuff now. So if yeah. you want to save a bit, do that. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess the bigger news with Game Pass is that EA Play, which is the old EA Access and EA Origin Vault shit mixed into like a new branding scheme is going to be included in Game Pass. This is crazy. No extra pr- cost. Just, hey, here's a bunch of EA games. Uh, that makes you, sense to me. Like, because there's one what? game a year that I cared about EA's access enough to get it for a month to try that game out. I'm like, sure, throw it in Game Pass. That makes sense. You guys don't have that many games people give a shit about anyway. What's crazy is they're not raising the price of Game Pass at all. Like, how? So I'm, what I'm shocked EA was cool with this deal. Yeah, I'm that's what I want to know. He was like, we'll no longer take your subscription money anymore. Microsoft must have just been like, we'll get you. They must have such a higher install base that yeah. they're like, hey, if you go with, you know, our number of people, you're just going to get more people and you're going to get whatever royalties. And maybe they have some kind of like special deal for EA because it's such a big company and they're kind of rolling something in. But just like, 
way to, way to go game pass like holy shit that's a big one yeah i saw i saw someone tweet this week that was like sooner sooner or later they're going to be paying you to use game pass it's going to be that good yeah pretty much pretty <clears throat> much okay i pulled this, this next just story, because right? i knew we should talk about it um you guys have an opinion on Hyrule Warriors, this calamity thing? <laughs> calamity? My, my opinion, and I put this in the here just so I could, okay. because I thought Jason Schreier's opinion matched mine perfectly. I'm just going to read the tweet from Jason Schreier. Okay. Never has a tweet gotten me so excited and then so disappointed this quickly. Okay. Y'all I'm excited are crazy. for new Hyrule this be, this Warriors. This is fun. This is fun. I'm yeah, excited this, for this. I, I'm excited for this, too. More so than Breath of the Wild 2, I'll even say. This is what I'm more excited for. That's insane. <laughs> so, I yeah. th- I think this was the right way to do what the supposedly the calamity was in yeah. uh, Hyrule War or in Hyrule Wars in uh, Breath of the Wild. Because what other game out there really conveys the chaos of like a Dynasty Warriors game? Totally. Yep. A I agree. fun one. Do you do you guys get turned off at all when you know how it's going to end? Like. You know the Titanic's going to say, you know that Age of Calamity, you're kind of just going to lose. Halo Reach was a bummer. (laughs) Yeah, Halo Reach was a bummer. Halo Reach, yeah. Like, it was not even the taglines, like, you already know how it ends. I'm like, okay, cool, I don't need to play it then, thanks. (laughs) Halo Reach's tagline is, you don't need to play this. (laughs) (laughs) You can skip this one, you're okay. Yeah. No, I'm stoked for this. I think this is going to be great. Also... When they were showing footage of it, I'm like, yeah, that's what Hyrule Wars looks like. And then they showed a little bit of footage of, like, the other Hyrule Wars. I'm like, oh, God, that other one is so old and ugly looking. <laughs> yeah, they they updated things. They updated things a lot. I, I'm excited for this because, yeah, like, I'm curious. I liked Hyrule Warriors. But also, yeah. I'm a little worried because that also means this is a game that is never going to end. Yeah. But I'm glad they straight up said, like, hey, uh, we're still working on Breath of the Wild 2 here is just another Breath of the Wild game. So I like that they were just like, here's more! Instead of just being like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. I think that's probably why it had a mostly positive reception. Mm. And and Hyrule Warriors being considered one of the better Warriors games. Which is still a really low bar. Let's just all remember that. Wait, what's that I'm glad you guys are so excited. There's no way I'm playing this game. I'm not going to lie. This made me want to actually play Hyrule Warriors. I actually oh. almost went and popped it in my Switch. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. No, wait, hang on. I have other shit to do. <laughs> I have other games I don't to have play. Five, I don't have five years to, to put into this right now. Yeah. I have Bomberman R online to Oh, wait. Stadia only. Motherfuckers. Uh, don't remind me. My I'm heart still waiting. broke instantly when I realized I'm that. I'm still other day. waiting. It's coming to other systems. I'm still waiting. Yeah. All right. Speaking of heartbreaking bummer news, you know, remember how Mike Z was like a piece of shit, apparently, and a whole bunch of people are like, I can't work for this asshole anymore. Uh, the group, the G- Lab Zero Games, the group that does... Uh, Skullgirls and Indivisible, they had a whole bunch of controversy. Well, apparently he fired the remaining staff. So that company is just Yeah, the remaining, because I, I think like a week or so ago, a bunch of them quit. They The big ones quit, yeah. Like, the people that were making the stuff yeah. run and stuff. Big meltdown there. 
So they just went ahead and laid off everybody else because they're not able to meet their obligations to pay them. Yeah, that studio's dead. Well, so. <laughs> that sucks, but he's also a piece of shit, so... I mean, hopefully those developers, like, make their own studio and we get kind of like a oh, spiritual there's, there's successor. there's no way they don't. Like, I think the majority of them, like, liked working together with each other and they made some yeah. nice stuff. Right. Well, I mean, they could also just go to different companies. There's, that uh, is, yeah. I think that is definitely but a way. I, I, like, they, uh, have op- they have options. They have so many right. options. There was a lot of talent in that studio. Right. It would just be great if, because if we disperse that talent, we probably won't get something similar to their previous work. Yeah. Um, no. If they if they do stay together, that would be really cool because uh, then we might get something that we're kind of known that are they're known for. So I'm hoping they like sell off rights to Indivisible so they can some other company can make Indivisible two or something. Maybe hire those people back. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Hopeful. Uh, in more bummer news, Spelunky two is coming on PC two weeks after the PS4 version, so I get to wait two weeks longer than I thought. September 29th. That's, I mean, you're yeah, still getting weird, it, though. Uh, I thought the bummer news yeah. movie is not coming. Yeah, no. Two weeks. That's a good way to look at it. That That is also, I think, just a PSA. Splunky 2 is like next week. Like, holy smokes. Well, I mean, on the 29th. That's true. <laughs> uh, in he better doesn't news, want to face it. He doesn't want to <laughs> In better news, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out a week early because they finally announced right. that the Xbox is coming out so they could be like, yeah, we're on that. Right, they had initially said uh, November 17th, and then when the Xbox said November 10th, I guess they were like, you know, it's going to be ready by then, let's just be there at launch. Yeah. So that's cool. That's a smart Not, move. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, they were already going to be doing the, like, if, on, at least on Xbox, the upgrade path. I can't remember if Sony had said yes for that one. It's so hard to keep track of which PlayStation ones are getting free upgrades or not. Uh, yeah. um, so, I mean, you could have already, you could have just bought an Xbox One copy and been totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now, now that's there on launch. Um, yeah, I dropped these other ones in here. Similarly, uh, a few other games when Xbox announced their date said, Hey, we're going to be there. Tetris effect connected. will be there on launch for the series X and S. Okay. Hey. Um, so that's cool. Uh, as, as well as the console port of gears tactics that will also be on, uh, November 10th. Okay, sure. Uh, which I believe Tetris and gears, definitely gears, uh, are game pass games. So that's pretty cool. Been a long time since you just like bought a console and had a free game. And by free, I mean you spent like $5 on Game Pass, $1 on Game Pass at some points. I feel like that's not quite the definition of free, but yeah, it's just me. Yeah, that's, (laughs) you know, it's pretty close. $5 is pretty close to free. Um. Anyway, so yeah, and I, I I touched on this a little earlier, so I thought we could just kind of look at what like the launch lineup is looking like for the Series X now that it's kind of solidified a bit. Um, and and you know, obviously share our thoughts. There are like five main games that are confirmed: it's Assassin's Creed, it's Gears Tactics, Tetris Effect, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Destiny 2's Beyond Light, the new expansion. Sure, that's not much though. I think those are some pretty good-looking games. Those are good games, but Yakuza's available on other platforms. Destiny 2 is available on other platforms. Tetris Effect is available on other platforms. Gears Tact is available on other platforms. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla is available on other platforms. For sure. It is no first party. We we knew that when they when they delayed uh, Halo Infinite. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's going to be the Gears real tactics. stickler. This is going to be the stickler for the longest time is that like there's still no reason to jump ship to the new gen yet. Actually, isn't Tetris Effect connected? Um, exclusive. Is it, isn't it a timed exclusive? I believe so. And then the deal, it gets yeah. added as DLC to the other versions or something like that. I believe, yeah, that's correct. So. So in terms of exclusive stuff, you're looking at Gears Tactics and Tetris Effect Connected. Which is um, a much smaller list, unfortunately, and still there's some still good games, but yeah. Yeah, when you compare the two consoles, a lot of these are going to be on both. Um, but when you, I think when you compare it to most launch lineups, like, I am interested in playing all five of those to some degree, which I think is pretty rare for a launch lineup. Hmm. I don't know. Usually there's I, like one there, and a half. I I know games. we're in a pandemic right now, but it's it's just like such a weak lineup, it feels like, despite Ultimate or Game Pass being a thing. Like, for people wanting to get into gaming in the first place, this is fucking great. Game, Xbox X is actually a great place to step on. But for like people who are already in this generation, I feel like there's no real motivation to jump up oh, yet. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And the I mean, Sony like, lineup and I said it could be better, but I feel like we're in the same boat with that. Yeah. I'm not even sure what the Sony lineup going to be. is. That's actually, the thing. Is that, it's yeah. asked, depending what it is, they haven't announced anything I would buy one for. <laughs> like they've, no. they've announced stuff that looks good, but I think a yeah. lot of it's been bumped a bit. Like, I don't think Ratchet and Clank is a day one release, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure Ratchet and Clank know. is next year. No. Yeah, exactly. That like, is, it is, that's yeah. my point. Um, the only thing that, I, that, from what I, from what I can recall, Astrobot is day one because it's a packing game. Mm. Spider Man is launch window, which, whatever that means, it that, does not that, mean launch lineup though. That usually so that, means within like three months. Right. I, I'm it's, again. So I don't think that counts as a launch lineup. Yeah. I don't feel like that. No, yeah, I'm that with one. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Sure. I guess Assassin's Creed will have to be there, and, right? Yeah, the multi-plat stuff is always. Yakuza will have to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Destiny Two will be there. But so the only thing day one that we know of so far is uh, Astrobot, which could just be a tech demo for all we know for that controller. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And I'm I'm I like Astrobot more than the average person, <laughs> and I'm and I'm still skeptical, a little skeptical. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a week on both. Um, I guess the, and like, like you had just mentioned, um, and that I, that I'd said earlier, the, the nice thing for Microsoft is you could get access to almost all this stuff, uh, through, through game pass or still works fine on your Xbox one. You can tell Microsoft is definitely like, we don't think we can keep doing what we're currently doing. So we're going to leverage us as a service more than anything. You can definitely tell that's the direction they think the market is the way to go. go. Yeah, oh, it's the way for sure. Go. Look at look at Microsoft X Cloud. Like they're definitely servers, and I bet that is how they're able to offer a three hundred dollar console. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, this Stream is going to get so many people in the door, and then into our subscription service that will just make it up on the back end. Yep, for but sure. But at the same time, and, this brings up like how much are developers getting off of like Game Pass? Like, what is the cut they get? I wish we knew those numbers. That's yeah, something we'll I never know those numbers. We will never. You're right, yeah. but I wish no. we could find out. Because I would and, be and again, morbidly I, curious about that. I bet every developer gets something different, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. 
So that's why they will never tell you, because the minute one finds out another one's getting a better one, they're going to start being like, uh, I would like to take more money from you. <laughs> um, so we'll like we'll never know that for sure. Uh, it's got to be doing something positive because so many games keep going for it, right? Yeah. And you would think if if there was a bunch of bad like blood, it, people would be like, I'm going to hang off this. And, but it's proving successful. Yep. Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows, man? All right. Uh, earlier this week, Immortals Phoenix Rising said that they're coming out December 3rd. So that takes us into what happened today. The Ubisoft Forward happened. Yay. Yeah, did you guys watch this? I did. No, because I got what I wanted. Yeah, um, that everything that they remake. showed here right was stuff you, that man. we assumed might happen. So that was neat. On TDP, we, like... I know Sean said maybe a new Prince of Persia or whatever. Like, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. So it, it had been rumored yeah. for a while. Like there was leaks, right? Um, yeah, uh, I guess. I think I think it's worth mentioning just real quick off the top before we get into it. Mm-hmm. They did actually put out a video ahead of time this time discussing some of their internal uh, issues that's been going on at Ubisoft. Uh-huh. Uh, I just kind of wanted to highlight that because I highlighted last time they did nothing. Uh, sure. And they even went out of their way to say, we're doing nothing about this. There's no time. They put out a four minute video of uh, Yves Guimont uh, discussing it and whatnot and kind of some of the stuff they're going yeah. through. And um, then didn't put it in the actual like event, which uh, pissed off a lot of people because it just seemed like you, you could have just put it in there. Just four minutes before. Could have added it. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I agree with you. Uh, the other the other side I, I, I want to mentioned though is it is a step in the right direction but yeah yes, uh, they could do more but to be they, fair, they I, definitely don't they have, always do they more. don't have any good will right now basically is the best way to put it there's been too many reports being like yeah no they knew they just didn't do anything oh no. yeah no no for sure i mean when you're this when there's this many allegations and and the the actual types of allegations there are there is always something you can be doing better because you're so in the hole as it is. Yeah. Sure. But anyways, yes. Let's go on to the actual show itself. Uh, they showed uh, a bunch of Immortals Phoenix Rising stuff uh, to begin with. Man, that is the UI of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Breath of the Wild gameplay. <laughs> Down to the where there's it's like exactly, a thing. It's exactly what we knew it was going to be, it's right? It's a thing you jump in um, and it's literally a challenge shrine. And then you get a thing that increases your stamina yeah. at the end and you're out. Like there's, it's that <laughs> game. <laughs> I went that hard on it. Wow. Yeah. I thought, um, I think the main character's name is Phoenix. The, the yeah. girl here. Yeah. Um, it seems so you can customize her. I, I didn't see any like male characters. So I think it has to be some kind of create your own female uh, Phoenix, I thought Phoenix looked so cool. Every version they showed of her, I thought she just looked bad. You can give her a beard. Nope. Great. <laughs> yeah, beards are awesome. Uh, and I guess like the whole conceit of what's going on here is that Zeus is fighting with uh, oh my god, who's the other god he's fighting with? You remember Prometheus? All of them. The the whole conceit is Zeus and Prometheus. Zeus and Prometheus are having a conversation and fighting, and they're telling a story. And that story is the game you're playing, essentially. And, like, ch- throwing stuff down randomly. I like that conceit, basically, of, like, the narrators or whatever's going on in the background is, like, fucking stuff up. So, all of a sudden, there's just, like, a giant now in front of Phoenix for whatever reason. Or Yeah, I don't know. I think that's neat. I think this game looks fun. I don't know. 
this looks I fun. think it looks super fun. It looks fun. Like I am I am looking forward to this game quite a this is gonna be a really fun, like it's gonna be so late in the year. This will like kind of have to be my like Christmas to New Year's game that yeah. I'm playing when I have the time off. Um I'm looking forward to it. It, it looks like a blast. Yeah. Looks good. All right, Sean. Prince of Persia getting a remake. Thoughts? Yeah, this 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 leaked a little ahead of time on like the Russian Uplay <laughs> account stuff or something in the morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> the print he looks rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look I'm glad that you said it. So great. I when this video was playing, I'm like, these environments look pretty good. These characters look like they're out of an early PS3 game. These characters look terrible. Yeah, they look bad. They did all over the footage say it's like pre-alpha it's footage or yeah. alpha footage. I don't, I don't remember specifically. So hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And then it also kind of makes me think, and, and I've been thinking kind of a lot about remakes lately with like Tony Hawk's one and two, and then the the Mario stuff that that it's coming next week. Man, that's fun. <laughs> anyway, um, this is forty dollars. Uh-huh. It almost seems like that's too much. Like I look at Tony Hawk one and two which might be one of like the gold standards in how to like remaster a game at this point. Um, and that's 40 bucks for two games. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's just the first Prince of Persia sands of time. It does come with original Prince of Persia, but so did sands of time. Okay. Oh, did it? Yes. It was an unlockable in, in the original sands of time. Oh, I never unlocked it. So I didn't know that. Um, if, yeah, I don't know. I, I I hope it looks better. I'll probably still play it just because I do really like these games. I would like them to bring the other ones back. But yeah, I agree. Uh, the characters look rough. Yeah, that's, that's as far as it goes. Uh, I just noticed these aren't in order. So whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. So the next thing that they have on here, even though it was one of the more last things, is Riders Republic Extreme this Sports. Was the last thing, yeah. Uh, this looks kind of fun. I thought this was a Trials Battle Royale at first. I thought so, too. Yep. Oh, man, you, you got me disappointed because I thought that's what it was based on the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. Trial, tr- trials Battle Royale would be What it cool. actually is Anyway, is this looks like steep. This is steep. Yeah, it looks like steep. Yeah. This is... Um, but, the, but the snow's melted a bit. Yeah, no, this is the, like, predecessor... Or not the predecessor. The next thing, I think, by the creators of... Yeah, by the creators of steep. Uh... You are going down mountains on bikes and like wingsuits and uh, snowboards in some spots. There were snowboards and there's a whole like you can there's like grinding snowboards and you can play graffiti. Yeah. In the snowboard. They just straight up have graffiti Um, in there. So that's neat. It's just like, hey, let's just make another kind of like extreme sports pack. Yeah. But now it's autumn. Um, Yeah. It looks okay. Yeah. I I personally it looks okay. So did Steve. Yep. I don't. Steep was I okay. didn't care really for Steve. Steep went on a big <clears throat> discount within like a month, so I'll wait for this to do the same. But then I'm golden. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The game's coming back because why wouldn't it? Hooray! Yeah, that's good. Yeah, called the complete edition. Uh, it's coming out on everything. Um, it was interesting because. So I guess they had been working on bringing it back, but not talking to any of the original creators about it. This re or this new version doesn't have any of the original developers as part of it. Uh, it sounds like, huh. um, okay. Weird. 
it is kind of weird, yeah, because I, because I, you know, Brian Lee O'Malley, the comic creator, was tweeting one month ago. No one has reached out to me or Tribute Games about this in any way. I would love to get this back, though. And then all of a sudden, it's like almost done, basically. So they must have been working on this for a while. And it sounds like they just had recently told O'Malley, oh, hey, by the way, we're doing this. Huh. Yeah, supposedly he doesn't get any money on based on this game at all. I would have to assume he would no, have to. I get think I money. think he said straight up. I, I saw some mixed reports. I couldn't find confirmation that apparently he doesn't get any residuals off of the game at all. So okay, I'm not a licensed person. To me, that would sound like he sold off the license when he. Which first I'm made thinking is probably what game, happened. Which just doesn't seem like something you would do, right? Yeah. I don't know. When you're an artist with bad business sense, I could see a lot of bad things happening to your stuff. I yeah, I don't get I don't get the the idea that he was that because like he marketed this like there's a card game they got the movie like he he seemed pretty good with I don't know I don't know it's weird all it takes is trusting the wrong person I guess right when you're starting out and you lost that that sucks either way that's really shitty but yeah uh, people have been wanting this game back it's a good game has that great soundtrack. It's exciting. Apparently it is coming with the online and everything intact, all the DLC, so the two new characters. Uh, Knives and Wallace. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that online play is way better than what they added to the game, because the online it sucked. It was bad. It was True. awful. Yep. So hopefully they fixed that, because that game also had a lot of bugs, so hopefully they fixed all those two in the process. There's no date set yet, so I'm not too excited yet until I know when I can get it. <laughs> But for now, holiday yeah, yeah, holiday put down. Switch, Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Stadia. Fucking Stadia. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, a lot of these games were coming to Stadia. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is actually going to be getting some kind of beta or demo early on Stadia. It's, an, it's exclusive to Stadia. Uh, Wasn't that the that whole leak that happened a while back, though? Like the, a playable version of the game was just straight up leaked? On Yeah, that showed up on Stadia. Yep, but... For whatever whatever deal happened, uh, it's going to show up on Stadia first uh, in some playable form. So, if you're really excited for Immortals, maybe look into getting a trial of Stadia at some point. Sure. Uh, next on this list here, Siege is coming to the next con- next gen consoles, and they are going to be doing the free upgrade for uh, if you have the PS4 version to the PS5. And the Xbox to the one to the Xbox X or S or whatever. So, yep. Yep. Oh, and also that uh, thing that I was talking about that was on the test server uh, comes out today. So there's that. But it's, I guess that's the not Splinter Cell stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not really like news stuff. That's just that patch is live today, I guess. Uh. So I didn't watch this live. I watched this after. I skipped over this watchdogs thing. I didn't give a shit about it. What is it? There wasn't really anything new. There's a I'm not even really sure how to pronounce this guy's name. Stormzy? That's my guess. Uh a London rapper. He's gonna have a mission in the game and a, a, he wrote a song okay. for it. Also, Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs One is going to be in this game in some capacity. Awesome. Okay. Everyone's favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's Watch Dogs that comes out next month. Like, looks, that game still looks good. Sure. I just don't care about any of this news about it. It's like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) 
open world thing. Looks fun. Don't care. Uh, other game stuff I don't out, care about. Let me play. What's that? The game come out. Let me play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, other thing I didn't care about is hyperscape. Apparently, it's getting a turbo mode. Yeah, some kind of mode is coming. Yeah, I think that was it. I thought there was more, but I guess that was it. All right. Yep. What else did I put? Oops. What else did I put here? I don't know. <clears throat> oh yes, No More Heroes three got pushed to next year. I didn't even really understand uh, know that it was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, it was slated for this uh, year, which was a bummer. Um, oh, that's because uh, of COVID. Yeah. So makes sense yep but again pandemic uh, so yeah. yeah this just kind of adds on to that uh report that showed up it was a week or two ago we mentioned it but bloomberg is reporting that sources are saying that nintendo is asking developers to make their games 4k ready neat so just kind of adding oh. on to the whole 4k possible switch seems more and more likely and the last bit of news is the whole g4 coming back they've they got adam sessler Holy shit. Uh, How much money did they dump <laughs> on his lawn? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, I, th- I bet he has a soft spot for G4. Like, I doubt he's being like, I need a huge check. I bet there's I bet a good chunk of him wants to do this. Maybe. Um, anyway, and they're looking for talent. So there's a whole like, get your influencer friends to tweet at us with the hashtag and and yeah, whatever. Um, I just wanted to say they got Adam Sessler. Okay. Cool. All right. That does it for news. Let's do some questions. If you want to send in a question, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. Kevin writes, what are some games that you've gotten worse at due to being out of practice and you are now amazed at how good you used to be? Oh, uh, Mega Man games. Like all the Guitar Hero and Rock Band games. Yeah, Guitar Hero games. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. <sighs> and Guitar Hero. I'm actually better than I've ever been at Tony Hawk. <laughs> I am awful at Tony Hawk now. Um, Select fighting games that I played a lot growing up. Specifically Mortal Kombat 2. I just can't do fighting games anymore, I don't think. I just don't have I feel the- like the caveat with my answer is I'm not really amazed at how good I used to be. Cause it was like, well, back then I didn't have a job. So of course I was good at these games. It's all I did all day. Or I didn't play against random uh, people on the internet from around the world. Just like the three dipshits. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's a little that's different. A, yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my answer c- is all. <laughs> yeah. All, I feel all, that too. All. Oh, I feel uh. it so bad. <laughs> uh, Cody says, what is your favorite single player mode in a multiplayer focus game and your favorite multiplayer mode in a single player focus game? Uh, multiplayer in a single player focus game, uh, definitely Horde mode and Gears. Oh, okay. That's a good yeah. one. I'll also put out whatever that multiplayer mode was in Singularity. That was, I, for some reason, was mm. pretty into that. The Mass Effect 3 multiplayer was also pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. Also, the Uncharted games had mode. unnecessarily good multiplayer. Yeah. Do you remember Alan Wake had a horde mode? No, I don't. Well, <laughs> I, I don't thought that was American totally Nightmare did. that had that. 
I don't remember. I, th- I remember being an original Alan Wake, but maybe it was American Nightmare. You might be right. I want to say it. I think it was the first Alan Wake, though, because I think the environments were from the first one. Anyway. Um, Favorite single player in a multiplayer game, though. Yeah. The Call of Duty games, I've always liked the single player more, even though it's obvious that they yeah. care more about multiplayer. Yeah, that would definitely okay. be the answer for the industry. I'm just trying to even think of what some games are that are like primarily multiplayer, but that they put in a single player mode. Mm. Yeah, it's a harder most fighting games, really. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, actually, some of those Mortal Kombat story modes are fucking awesome. Like way yeah. more than they I, I, deserve. You know, to that's be. a good one. I'll, yeah, the Mortal Kombat story mode. Because I was gonna say, like, the gameplay isn't it just kind of identical? But they actually put like cutscenes and like some productions. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat ones yeah. are super good. Yeah, that's a good one. The tutorial mission from Destiny Two, because that is only single player. <laughs> yeah, I, I get know. to slow walk while Ghost talks at you randomly. Oh, I hate slow walking in games where you can run. Me too. All right. Before I read in the next question, we actually got a letter one. Oh, holy shit. smokes. <laughs> it's been like two years. It has been a while. It's been a while. This one's, wow. this one's from Oogie McTalk, who says, uh, I have a TDP question. Have you ever written a letter to a magazine and has it been published? Yes and no. What did you do? You have to tell us what it was, unless it's oh, like incriminating. I can't remember if it was like Game Pro or something, but it was like a create your own Mega Man contest, and I created a Mega Man <laughs> Robot Master. What was it? You have I to don't tell remem- us. I don't remember. Oh, N- nostalgia man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never written in. Uh, I always liked reading the letter sections, which yeah. to me now I probably would not read the letter sections if I opened a magazine. But for some like I think I'm Nintendo Power and I read all the letter sections. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading all those, too. And I, if I if I ever wrote into any, it would have been Nintendo Power, but I don't think I actually ever yeah. did. I used to Shonen Jump magazine had. Like, um, you know, those like cards where you're supposed to like mail on the card to subscribe. Yeah. So Shonen Jump had those every month and they also had like a little survey on them to be like, oh, which of the Shonen Jump manga do you like the most? Which one do you like the least? Can you rank them? Blah, blah, blah. I, for the longest time, I would just fill those out and then put them in the garbage. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why I did that. That's how much free time you have when you're 10. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, okay, I'll take this next one then. Uh, Deden- Dedenski... What is the most ergonomically friendly video game controller, as well as mouse keyboard, setup you've used? What techniques do you use to make sure you don't feel uncomfortable during long gaming sessions? I hate to say this, but it's probably the GameCube controller. Yeah, I liked the GameCube controller. Okay. It felt good. It's, pr- it's pretty well-shaped for hands. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I think I'm... Yeah. I think I'm Xbox One, Xbox 360. They're that would pretty be similar. that would be my number two. Honestly, that's a, two. that's a really nice controller. Yeah, ergonomically uh, friendly. Other techniques. Do you have anything special for mouse and keyboard? Like one of those like split keyboards? No, no. I've used those for editing. Those are nice, but yeah, no, not for my regular setup. 
I did try and use that arm thing to put my switch above my head <laughs> when I'm laying in yeah, bed. I remember you saying that. And honestly, I just can't be bothered to set it up every time. And I'm not going to leave it hooked up at all times because I'm just going to bang my head on it or my girlfriend is. Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah. I think the big thing for me is you need I need a chair with a good tall back with uh, support in the lower back because I play at my desk a lot on the computer. Okay. So that's like the big thing. Uh, also water. You need water. Got to yeah, stay hydrated while those long game. There's nothing to do with ergonomics. It says so you Ergonomic don't feel uncomfortable. Water. What techniques do you use I to make sure you true, don't feel uncomfortable? Yes. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I, sh- I shift around a lot of my chair. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but uh, I do too. Yeah, just finding different. Here's ways kind of a weird one, and this is kind of the opposite way. I've started doing this since actually I've been doing this for most of the quarantine. I'm I'm trying to stand up while playing games in the living room now. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because I, I have people do that. Yeah, I have no more commute, and I work at a desk all day. Yeah, so it's like I went from having like two hours of like walking and standing in a train to None. nothing. So now, whenever I'm done work, I try to play games standing up for a couple hours before I'm like, okay, I need to sit down. Otherwise, my legs are going to turn into dust. Yep, that's how that works for sure. All right, Boko says, has a game with new quality of life features ever retroactively ruined other games for you? For me, I think Final Fantasy XIV has ruined other MMOs for me. Thanks to you only needing one character to level every class in the game, being able to switch between them very easily versus other MMOs where you usually need to make a new character for each class and go through the tedious beginning content again. Uh, so, so literally yesterday we okay. raced Smash 64. Okay. And oh my god, I forgot. I, I'm so spoiled by Smash Ultimate because it moves so much more smooth. So uh, that's that's my first boat. one's real floaty. Yeah. Sure. It, it's a chunky boy. Let me tell you about um, how over the years, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater added manuals, a bar to show you balancing on grinds, reverts, the ability to change <laughs> different positions on your skateboard while grinding and manualing. Just overall basic. Getting off your skateboard, being able to ride a bike. That game is like I literally forget. quality of life, making it hard to go back to an older one. <laughs> I forgot the first game didn't have a balance meter. I completely forgot that. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Also, they got rid of Big Drop for the remake, and I'm so happy. <laughs> I hate Big Drop. It's the worst fucking mechanic ever. Uh, Yeah, Tony Hawk is this answer every time. They had- Did you guys like that they kept, th- that they made the... Uh- the characters old. Some I'm of them okay look like that. monsters. I mean, the, I'm not even going to lie to you. They I, I created weird. a character, so I didn't care, honestly. Yeah. I, I really like it, actually. Sure. I feel like it's like a level of like, not exactly respect, but also just kind of like hearkening back to like, yeah. hey, you guys grew up with this too. Like, I, I really like it. Yeah. And I mean, they have the new skaters on the scene there too. Like they have their yeah. young characters if you want that, I guess. Um, I remember, Sean, I think you were saying the reason why you found it hard to go back to, uh, Burnout Paradise was because it didn't have a lot of the quality of life stuff that most, like, arcade racing games have, right? That remaster? Yep. Like, that's probably an answer for you somewhere in there. Yep, I wasn't thinking about that, but that's a good one for sure. Um, the one that I had in mind was a pinging system, like, that Apex introduced. Pinging's good, yep. Like anytime I'm playing anything multiplayer, even if it's like a story based thing, but there's like co-op in there, like 
let me ping stuff. Holy smokes, that is uh, that's a game changer. It's so important. That's true. Yeah. Well, I've been told Ghost of Tsushima does a lot of really good quality of life stuff for open world games, which is why I'm a little worried that when I go back, when I play that finally, I'm not going to want to go back to Horizon Zero Dawn for the replay. So it's kind of why I've been a little bit putting it off too. But people that have played that swear by that game's use of quality of life improvements in that genre. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Becky Starr writes in and says, what was your first MMO RPG game that you played? This is MMO slash RPG. Uh, my first MMO would have been Ragnarok Online. My first RPG would have been Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. I just need to find MMO time. My first MMO technically was Final Fantasy 11. Why technically? First RPG... Because I didn't play more than like a week of it. <laughs> so I wouldn't say I got the MMO experience from it. I guess like the Pokemon games are RPGs, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess Pokemon Blue would be my first RPG. MMO, though, I have no idea. I didn't really play a traditional MMO for a long time. Oh. Um, so I don't have a great answer to that. The Division One. <laughs> There's no way that's. I must have played something before that, but I can't think of one. First normal RPG. The first one that made an actual impact on me was Diablo. For sure. Okay. Rasterman Seven writes: Did you used to play jump rope games when you were at school? If so, what was your record number of jumps? And has that number changed over the years? Fuck would I remember that. <laughs> I was not coordinated enough for that back uh-huh. then. Could not. I feel like if you were really good, you would have remembered your number. I guess. I mean, sure. I played jump rope games when I was a kid. I don't remember my record number of jumps. And it has changed over the years because I put on like 500 pounds as opposed <laughs> to the 10 pounds I weighed as a kid. Did you ever try out the switch jump rope thing that they put out near the beginning of quarantine? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I jump rope as a kid. I don't. I want to say I didn't do it very often. Yeah, um, I didn't either. And I definitely, I never really did those like those those games where like two people are doing it on the outsides and then you're singing some song in the middle. I never. I don't think I ever really did that. I mean, that was mostly a, like a a girl thing. Yeah. For, so we likely wouldn't have done that back then. But like, I remember my cousin had this thing. I was absolutely infatuated with uh, a skip it. Oh you yeah, guys remember these? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So for those, I, maybe, like, I maybe think they hmm? paint a word picture for those who. I was about to do that. Yeah, for those who, I, I think they still make them. But for those who don't know what it is, so. it's literally like a piece of plastic that has like a little wheel on it. Uh, you you attach it to your your ankle. And uh, you spin it around in circles and you skip around it as it's going around. And uh, it counts how many times you've skipped into it before you slam into it and like stop. So it was a game. Right, of, like, it's like a stick. Yeah. With, it's like a, with, like a thicker part of the end that has yeah, the like a thick. Yeah. It's got like a wheel. Yeah. It's like if you've ever so seen a, a cartoon indication of somebody being jailed and they have a ball and chain on their ankle. It looks yeah, kind of it, like It's that. a ball and chain that you <laughs> specifically have to skip. Wait, with. is that not? A, is that not in real life? I don't they know. They used to. <laughs> in like the 20s 
I'm just kidding. Um, I I don't know if my number would be worse or better. It probably be. I worse. think mine would be better because I was really bad as a kid. Mm. I just know I had more energy as a kid. I know I didn't get like I'm not like unfit compared to kid. I just know I would have had more energy, and I was doing a lot more running as a kid too. Sure. So it probably would have been better back then. I was definitely cycling more as a kid. Uh, I think it's me. Paul, would you like to this one from Lineback? Yep. Lineback says, an actual ad I just got on YouTube. A woman is walking down a street. A couple is trying to take a picture. woman walks between them. When the couple gets annoyed at her, she says, oh, I'm sorry. I've just been promoted to concubine. What are some of the weirdest ads you've seen? For context, the ad was for some Otome uh, oh, mobile game. PlayStation okay, I was had just the like, weirdest. what? PlayStation had the weirdest ads for a long time. We got Fred in the chat saying that the jump rope challenge game is leaving the eShop at the end of the month, so you guys might want to jump oh, on that. Um, I'm going to go download that now, it. despite your terrible pun. I don't remember what it was, but there's been some pretty crazy ones that are just so out of left field, and at the end of it, it's like a subway ad. Yeah, no, those are the more recent examples that have just been, like, been, super left field. Yeah, there, there's been, like, two of those. I can't remember if they're both Subway or not, but that was one. Play. All I can remember is PlayStation's, like, it's like dirt. You can play outside. Yeah. Or, like, like what? weird, like, you know, like, they had, like, the, the weird, like, dust bunnies, and they were talking, like, hey, did you hear PSP yeah, ones? The PSP ones, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I think of the PlayStation ones, I also think of the ones where it was like that the, that white floating room and baby, stuff would break in. Yeah, and there was the a baby, baby one. Yeah, the baby with one the head turning. Weird. Yeah, that shit's creepy. <clears throat> I mean, like weird ads. Like I I subscribe to numerous uh, YouTube channels that compile Japanese commercials okay. into like ten minute videos, uh-huh. and I, I J- Japanese commercials hands down are better than anything america's putting they are you're not wrong western civilization they are just fantastic they're just so much better um there's this one about this like one candy that's like really long and they have storylines oh they're so good man anyway yeah uh i think john is next Okay, from VGC Kenny, uh, when playing Smash, one of the characters I feel decent at is Shulk. However, my friend says I can't be good at Shulk because I steadfastly refuse to use his stance change mechanic. I just think that any advantage any particular form has isn't worth the drawbacks it comes with, and Vanilla Shulk is the best form of Shulk. Is he right, though? Can I not be considered good because I don't use what is basically the core mechanic of Shulk? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I think you should just tell your friend to fuck off. Yeah. Can you beat your friend at Smash? Then yes, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about being good at something isn't necessarily knowing every aspect of it. It's knowing how to use like that stuff to their best advantage, right? So if like I don't know anything about this, but if what they're saying is true and there's like there's no like real advantage for me doing this why would you ever do it like that i'm fine. gonna be real as 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 the one who clearly plays the most smash out of the three here 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you are missing a vital tool out of Shulk's moveset. And if you were to do a mirror match against someone who uses all those and uses them well, you will more likely than not lose. But, but if they win, yeah. Yeah. But if you're if your fundamentals are good enough in default Shulk that you don't need to worry about any of the other ones and don't need to depend on those, that doesn't necessarily mean you are a bad Shulk. That just means uh you can be an even better one if you work those in or if you sure. don't feel the need to, then yeah. But like it is definitely guess, like the ability to literally like kill people faster and recover better is in that tool set. And if you're not using that, I'm a bit concerned, if that makes sense. I'm like I'm surprised like yeah. that you you feel like it's not needed, like when they're all like definite benefits. But I can see there there's also all drawbacks to them all, so I can understand why you're like, no, like default is just safer. Mm. I guess you could also you could break it down further and how they're like what the exact wording is are you good at playing shulk or are you good with playing shulk wait what because <laughs> i feel like the because it's like if you're good at playing shulk i feel like you are good at using all of shulk sure okay if you're good I with get the logic shulk, there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If it's like you can use shulk and you're just good with them again though i do feel like if you if you're if you're playing at a high level and you're not using some of the stuff, that's fine. Who cares? Like, if I don't, you wouldn't be asking us this question if it's like, oh, I don't use this like B left ever. I use everything else, but I don't use B left. We wouldn't say you're bad for no. ignoring one thing. If yeah, you, there's a bunch of characters where you don't so, want to use like a move most of the time. Sure. Yeah. So like, I feel like this is just a, a different version of that. Uh, I feel like if someone could show you like. I think the I think the thing here is maybe the skill ceiling is higher if you're using yeah. everything, mm. ideally. But like, I and I, I guess this is this is the core question here: good in relation to what and who? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just party, if you're like just like all you do is just play party mode with like friends and have items on, who gives a fuck? Yeah. If totally. you are literally trying to be a top tier like Evo playing Smash Brothers player, you're probably not good if you're not using those abilities. But again you need something to test against to know yeah. this. So that's the trade-off there. So th- this is also kind of a question scenario, you can't really answer. In that scenario, though, e- even if they are playing at that evil level and ignoring the, the different uh, forms or whatever, yeah, you're still good. Like, I don't think you yeah, need sure. to use everything in a character. Like, if you're playing them well, good. good that's, that's great. Yeah, but I, I, I get this. So, like... It you can't compare this to like, hey, I play as Mario, but I don't use fireballs. Like it's not like that kind of comparison. It's more like, hey, I use Link, but I don't use any projectiles. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you take your take. It's it's enough of your things? it's enough of your move set being removed that it feels <clears throat> out of place. It's not one thing; it's multiple things out of the toolkit. That just means your fundamentals without that toolkit are great. But there is room for yeah. improvement by working the other parts in. I think it's just you use this character in a different way, and it's like it's like if it's like if you were like a, a sword fighter, and you, instead of using the ancient art of this sensei's, you're using street sword techniques. I think that's kind of what I, it I is. think like the you're, argument you're actually, if we're using shulk. the sword fighting technique, it's more like yeah, I, I sword fight, but I don't take my short sword out of the sheath, but I still win. Yeah. They, yeah, there you go. And that's totally fine. If you still win with the sword in yeah. the sheath, that's cool. And then you just know when you get to like the final boss and the lyrics kick in when the song's playing and you do take the sword out of the sheath, 
It is on. Take the weighted clothes. So you got to tell your friend. Oh, if I used all of his different stances, I would be too good. You'd stop being friends with me because I'd kick your ass so much. I think, I think that's what you got to say. I think the answer at the end of the day is if you're winning matches, you're doing good. Yeah. If you're not winning matches, then I can there. You can def you can argue you're not doing good. So that's I think hey, I, I think fun, that's like that's the crush. I think you're doing good. I mean, I do agree with that actually. <laughs> Even though it's kind of like a silly way to put it, I still agree with it for sure. Um, this question here. Also, <laughs> sorry, go on. Yeah, I was gonna say. Also, someone brings up a good point. Uh, Temar says, "Don't let your friend tell you how to play." Yeah, like yeah, fuck your friend. If, your friend's an asshole. Yeah, who like <laughs> if you're not trying to compete seriously, then who the fuck cares? <laughs> totally. Um, so what he's saying, I think any advantage of particular form isn't worth the drawbacks it comes with. Maybe that's because, like, your friends suck, and that's why they're mad that you just keep playing that way. They want you to open yeah. it up. Whereas, like, if you know that, like, you can beat them without changing or doing, like, and changing form or whatever the fuck, like, maybe they should get better. <laughs> so that you have to actually change up your style. Like, maybe they should get good. Honestly. Yeah, that's the thing I find interesting because like Shulk's toolkit is really good. Like shield basically makes it so you aren't falling off the map. Jump is amazing for recovery, and like there's specific modes that will kill enemies at higher percentage, or sorry, at lower percentage, which is what you want. But mm. like you can get knocked around more. So like there's there are positives and negatives. But a couple people in chat are saying like in ultimate, he actually has more goods perform than bad perform. So it's it's interesting. Hmm. Goku fights with weighted clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's think, exactly think what you're doing. Back. You're fighting with weighted clothes on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah ex- there you go. See, you you're could too use good. jump, and you could use jump, and you could be flying. So did Rock Lee. Yeah, that guy was real cool too. He had the big eyes. <laughs> Eyebr- eyebrows. Yeah, the eyebrows. The both, eyebrows. both, both. Well, just a fucked up face, honestly. In general. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Is it mine or John's? that was mine? Rinku says, what's a game that had a lot of hype around it, but you waited to play until after the hype died down? For example, I recently just started playing Undertale. Oh, I had an example of this. What the hell was it? I got t- Tropical Freeze technically, but I wouldn't say okay. it was super hyped. Uh, um, shoot. I can't think of a game where I did it like on purpose, where I like avoided it because of the hype. Oh, um, I definitely do I- that. But I changed the way. So I used to do this where I would wait for the hype to doubt, die down. I just stopped paying attention to video game podcasts, to Twitter. I just stopped paying attention to everything. So now I, there's no hype for anything until after I'm done playing something. And then I seek it out to see what people say. So uh, Undertale was a big one for me. I didn't want to play that when it was in its fervor. That was insane. So I waited a few months and then played it after. I feel like I'm skipping Danganronpa because of the hype, which never seems to die down for it. <laughs> it definitely has its uh, community for sure. It's a big one. Yeah. Oh. I can't think of an indie darling right now that I just came too late. I was like, oh shit, everyone was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't skip for the hype stuff. Like I try to play it right away, and if I don't, it's because I was probably playing something else and I'm and I'm wanting to get to it. Sure. Yep. All right. Hebrew Lantern. What is the most supernatural experience you've ever had? 
I I would need time to think about this. I'm not a person that believes in many things, in ghosts, gods, any of that sort of thing, uh, demons. Well, I mean, by definition, there has to be something that would be the most supernatural. So I'm going kind of with that. I found a $20 bill on the ground once. Yeah, that's pretty supernatural. Probably left by a ghost. Very true. I don't I don't even I'm just saying that was the craziest thing. <laughs> I don't I don't I can't think of an answer. I honestly can't. Okay. Yeah. Then would you like to read this one by Hayes AC? Sure. Hayes writes in and says, which non-fighting game would you like to have a competitive community or tournament for? I would like a competitive Mario Party circuit to exist. Yeah. Mario Party that competitive like Mario Party would be interesting. So by that same logic, Fall Guys. My answer is Fall Guys. I want to be able to invite people I know into a game. I don't want to play with randos. Like I want to get everybody listening. That's coming in season two. I want everybody that listens to TDP. One day we just set aside a day, and then we all jump in there. Like that's the thing I want from that game. Nice. Yeah, Fall Guys would be good. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I I have to pick like an obscure shooter or something or something. Hmm. I don't have a good answer. John, do you have anything? Oh, you said the Fall Guys as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fall Guys and Mario Party. All right, that's going to do it for questions. If you want to send in a question next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box, which is which is rare and to go. As you can see, what's your game of the week? I mean, Tony Hawk, right? Mine's Tony, also Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, the three peat. Look at that. The rare three peat hat trick. Um, all right. If you're a blue eyes patron, I'm putting up the submission poll tomorrow. So start thinking and submit a game for the poll coming next week. Otherwise, we will see you guys later. Bye.